The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Mm, I'm glad you're ready. Today is about the journey to the center of the orgasm. Hey, D-Love, how many licks does it take to get to the center of the orgasm? Just don't bite me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what happens, that owl can't resist biting. Oh, he doesn't wait and lick patiently to get to the center? He just bites into it? bites. That's not going (laughs) to (laughs) work. Those of you who don't know what we're talking about, maybe you're from another generation, but there used to be this commercial of how many licks does it get to the center of, what is it, the Tootsie Pop? Tootsie Pop, yeah. Yeah, so they had the owl, and then you would always bite into it. I remember that now. Couldn't handle the anticipation. Yes. Oh, but there's so much lovely pleasure in the anticipation. Sherry Winston and I, we are taking you on a journey today. It's not a journey many people pay attention to. Lovers are often focused on the destination, the orgasm. But what if they're missing out on the best part? The journey to the orgasm is where all the delicious pleasure is waiting to be discovered. When you can enjoy the journey, the orgasm doesn't matter as much. But when it comes, boy, oh boy, does it come. We're going to share ways that you can enjoy the journey either alone or with a partner and how to enhance your orgasms when you arrive. Hello, Miss Sherry Winston. Hello, Miss Jaya. (laughs) Always a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, we we are always fantabulous. I am so insanely busy writing my book right now. My I have a book I'm writing on positions right now. That's just I have to turn it around by September first. It's been insane. So that's been my project lately. So let's dive into orgasm. Why do you think the journey to the orgasm is so important, Miss Cherry? Well, I I think we're very goal-focused in our culture, and so people, when they think about sex, focus very much on the destination and getting there, and that's the important part, and that's the big part. And I think people rush through the journey to get there, and I think they're missing out on a lot of the pleasure when they're so focused on the end result. Mm -hmm. It's like you're missing out on all the stuff on the way to the, like, instead of... I know some people on vacation, they like to just like drive and get there. Whereas other people like to, you know, like, well, let's stop and see this site and let's stop and see that site and let's stop and, you know, enjoy this thing. 
And I think that that there are two very different approaches to orgasm. And I know I'm one of those people who likes to get there. So (laughs) like, I don't want anyone in the car to pee. I don't want to stop and look, look at anything. I just want to get to where we're going. Um, Whereas, you know, I know other people who they, there's a giant beetle crawling across the floor. D-Love is pointing out to me. He's coming to get us. He's attracted by all the sexual energy. Um, You know, like, the people who like make a mixtape and you know plot out all the places to stop along the way and i feel like you know when it comes to orgasm that can be like the most fun is when you stop and discover something as opposed to actually reaching your destination so i think the journey to the orgasm is very important what do you think do love the journey is exceedingly important um Try and stick to your metaphor that you're having about going going on a vacation, but uh, I what came to me is this thing of like why do people resist being on the journey? And I know sometimes I resist being on the journey because there's vulnerability there. Um, I, there's there's this thing of do I deserve to be in this pleasure? Um, even also the other thing of like do I deserve to take the time? to be in this pace place and take the have a pace where I can really feel what's going on. And if I feel that and expose myself to that, then I'm exposing very intimate parts of myself of what I really like and what I really enjoy. So I could see that that uh, be another reason why people might not let themselves indulge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and Ms- to go back to your metaphor about the, the journey, I, I think it's great to be able to do all of it. It's great to be able to zoom down the superhighway and get where you're going fast. It's great to be able to go slowly on your motorcycle and check out all the little byways and scenic views. And sometimes it's great just to walk and see what you can discover when you're going at those different paces because you're going to experience different things. So I don't think there's any one right way, but I think we tend to get in a pattern Mm-hmm. And if our pattern is jump on the superhighway and get there fast, we're missing all of the other experiences we can have if we go at a different pace and we explore different things along the way. Mm-hmm. Another analogy I like to use is you know how people will take the same way to work every day. Like they figured out the shortest, quickest kind of route to get there every day. But there's so much fun in like just trying to figure out a different way to go to work. Like maybe you find a new coffee shop that's awesome or maybe you meet your beloved because you took a different way. And, and here's the other thing. You know that thing where you go the same way every time? Sometimes you get to work and you realize you don't even remember the drive. Yep. <laughs> You've just spaced out so totally you don't even remember it. And that's what happens again when we just do the same thing over and over. It gets harder and harder to notice what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's a really great point. So why do you think that there's all this focus on the orgasm in our culture? Why do you think we are like goal-oriented, orgasm-focused, genital-focused in this culture? Uh, Puritan work ethic. (laughs) 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 So much work. We have to Uh like, you know, we go to workshops and we do breath work and we we work on things and we're, we're just very, we need to be doing something and getting somewhere. I mean, I think it's just, it's a whole cultural gestalt that that we have where we're fast food and fast sex and um and we just are missing out on all the joys of of all the other speeds of slow and medium and and just like food I and mean, food's a great analogy which is you, you know 
when you take the time to really prepare beautiful, lovely, healthy food, it's a different experience than if you go through a drive-in. I have a, I have a story about D-Love and I, the first time we ever had sex. <laughs> Speaking of the food metaphor. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. the first time D-Love and I ever had sex, he, he was like, well, how was that? Because, you know, I was a sex educator and he's kind of like this guy, normal guy. And I, I was like, I'm not training you, so you just have to do with where you're at. And and he, you know, he's like, well, how, do you, how was it? And I'm always honest. So I was like, that was kind of like In-N-Out Burger sex. <laughs> in and out burger here is like McDonald's, kind of like McDonald's, you know, it's like totally right. fast food. And um, I kind of think it's but funny. Much better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was, I used the analogy with him of like, you know, tantric sex, which is what I had been used to because I dated like all these tantra teachers before him, before D Love, uh, you know, that was like going and picking vanilla off of a tree with the cacao tree in Peru and then going over to like, you know, another country and getting fish out of the Norwegian ocean, you know, like, like how do we get all these things from all these different places and, and make a cacophony of a feast of a smorgasbord of food. And that, that was what tantric sex was to me. Um, so how are you doing? Do you love them? Talking, talking about your, 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 in, but you know, I've loved having in and out burger sex. Like sometimes you just want a hot dog. That's right. Sometimes you just want to get in out. In and out. There you go. <laughs> so but it was a great thing. delight to have something different because my route was always doing tantric sex. And that's the, the thing about getting, becoming skilled at, uh, at our erotic uh, experience and skilled with ourselves. Um, is that we then have the capacity to go, hey, I want some fast sex, or I want slow sex, or I want in between, or I want to explore different things. And then we've got the capacity to do all that. So when we feel like we just need an In-N-Out burger, we can just go munch on that. And when we want to prepare a gourmet meal um, with the fresh produce that we grew in our garden, uh, we get to do that too. Mm-hmm. Yum. <laughs> so. So I often get this, but aren't orgasms good? What about when my partner's grumpy because I don't have one or they didn't have one? Or, you know, like I had a client just this past week who was like, she got so angry because I didn't ejaculate. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, what happens then? What do you, what's your two cents, Sherry? Well, again, when we become very skilled with our erotic um, capacity, then we can have um, orgasms when we want and as many as we want. Men can have non-ejaculatory orgasms, um, so they can have lots of them. So if we have proficiency at that, it becomes a choice and an option. We may choose not to have an orgasm or only have 10 instead of 30. Um, But (laughs) then it's a matter of sort of choice and consciousness as opposed to sort of feeling bummed out because we didn't um, or inadequate because we didn't give our lover an orgasm. So that mm-hmm. that's a, about attaining a, a skill level where we, we can have not really control because this is more like a force of nature, our erotic energy, but where we can channel it and uh, encourage it and coax it and direct it to go where we want to go. So we, mm-hmm. can, we can have... Be more at choice. Orgasm. Choice. Yeah. Word. So we are already coming to our first break. 
And I want to let people know that Sherry and I are doing a workshop. Those of you who feel like you're driven to do that work culture thing, um, <laughs> if you want to come work with us uh, and play you know, with we're us. We're having a retreat. It's different. There won't be yeah. work involved. It'll be fun and play. <laughs> Lots of fun and play. So you can check that out at supersexmakeover.com. And that's September 16th through the 18th in uh, Saugerties, New York, about two hours north of uh, New York City. And it's at a lovely retreat center called Miriam's Well. When we return, Sherry and I are going to have more information for you about specifically how you can enjoy your journey to the orgasm. And I have a question from a listener who wants to know more about why his wife is not having orgasms. More Sex with Jaya when we return. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra. The first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. 
let's just mm, for a moment. I was stretching and mmming. Uh, so let's talk for a moment about how men can enjoy the journey to the orgasm more. What do you think, D-Love? Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah? You don't have your two cents? About how we get there, how we enjoy How it you more? can enjoy getting there. You're a guy. You're an expert on it, right? Relax. Learn to ask for what you want, what you like. And also be prepared to enjoy giving. And... uh I think there's a lot in the male, especially the male young psyche, about getting. And, like, you can market a little mark on your belt about giving your girl an orgasm, but it's all this kind of victory lap kind of stuff as opposed to really sinking into the experience and being present to what they're enjoying. And, you know, you say you haven't trained me or you don't train me, but I certainly pick things up directly or indirectly from you. And one of the things you've often referred to is this thing of feeling what it is. So like a lot of people touch to get a reaction. Like they're trying to create pleasure for the other person by rubbing their shoulder or grabbing their nipples or uh, stroking their hair. And it's this, the thought is that you're giving, but you, uh, you said, pay attention to what you're really feeling in your hands. And it just brought a whole different approach to that touching where, I'm, and I, and and the connection became even more intense between you, you and I when I get present like that because I'm aware what's going on for you, but I'm also getting that sense of pleasure for myself in the action, and so that'd be some of my two cents. Okay, I like that. I like this two cents, Miss Sherry. Yes, ma'am. What do you think? What? How can men enjoy the orgasm? Enjoy the journey to the orgasm more. Well, I, I'm just going to have to second the two cents here because I think the being present part is one of the keys. I think a lot of men, uh, when they first started self-pleasuring, learned how to be quiet and how to be fast, um, kind of training for sprints, and then um, <laughs> they were supposed to run a marathon. And uh, the advice often given to men is to not be present. Uh, think of baseball. Um, uh, because the idea is if you if you pay attention to how delicious it is to be with your partner you'll just explode and and that will be um that will be that and so rather than not be present rather than control and contain your energy by not making sound by not breathing by not moving too much except for a perhaps a, a stiff thrust of the whole body um is to start slowing down, paying attention, breathing more, feeling more, and starting to learn how to channel that sexual energy uh, so that you can pull it up and spread it out and uh, have ejaculatory choice. So it's mm-hmm. a, so that's the expansion of the two cents, I think. I think another really important piece to enjoying the journey as opposed to chasing the orgasm, well, D-Love said presence, which, you know, when we're chasing orgasm, we're chasing it. It's eluding us usually. That that orgasm will elude you. We're trying to hold it <clears> off <throat> if you're the guy trying to have the erection without ejaculating. Like right. Sherry mm-hmm. say, think of baseball. Think of your right. grandmother. No, don't think of your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, the, the other key, and D-Love, now, now I'm laughing at you and now I forgot what I was going to say, um, <laughs> is... I think it ties back into the presence, but it's it's a connection. 
It's that um, noticing the connection between you and the person that you're with. It's communicating. It's you know checking in with them, asking how they're doing, or checking in with your own body. How does that feel? Like feeling all the deliciousness and actually activating your senses instead of dulling senses. But like, what can you smell? What can you taste? What do you hear? What are all the different things other than just the sensation on your penis? Well, the channeling word that uh, Sherry used brought up that concept to me of uh, channeling the energy of it. So if you do all of a sudden, the, the orgasm is so genital focused, if all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, how is the air on my back feeling right now? How is the, uh, the particular way that my lips are touching themselves or kissing my partner? spreading that sensation throughout the body instead of it just being this intense like fuck and fuck for a long time until my girlfriend does her thing and then I can blow my load and (laughs) (laughs) okay dude love Uh, um, so let's switch to women the female persuasion people female bodied people for a moment and um, sure you had something you wanted to share about like kind of the orgasmic wave can you talk about that briefly yeah, well, this is really for both men and women, but I think for a lot of people, their orgasm is a fairly short experience. For men, uh, 15 seconds is about average for women, maybe 30 seconds. Um, 45 seconds is, is long for a lot of people to have an orgasmic experience. And that kind of orgasm, it's like if you were at the ocean and the waves were coming in, and there was just a little wave coming in, and the wave comes in and it just passes right over you. That's that kind of orgasm. Um, once the orgasmic wave gets bigger, then you start recognizing that um, not only will it last longer and be bigger and really sort of lift you up and carry it with it, but if the wave gets big enough, then you can start surfing the wave. And that's what surfers do. They don't, just, they don't just let the wave roll over them. They actually find the sweet spot on the wave where they can balance there and then they can ride that wave. And that's um, uh, an orgasm that's going to be bigger and last longer and maybe more powerful. But the mega-orgasmic experience, the one that really is sustainable, um, is going to depend on the size of the wave. You know, one of the reasons why a, a tsunami, why a tidal wave is so, is so destructive is because it isn't just a wave with a single crest it's actually the wave itself is 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 very long the, the wave itself the what's in back of the crest of the wave is very very big and the more time we take on our journey of arousal the more erotic energy we build up the bigger the wave is the longer the wave is and the easier it becomes then to ride that big wave of erotic energy This is one of the reasons why taking the time on the journey can be such a good and useful thing um, for both men and women. Mm -hmm. Because it it creates a tidal wave and not just a little lapping. Exactly. Not just a little genital, woohoo, that was good, but a wave that then becomes, the bigger it is and the the deeper and longer it is, the easier it is to to get on top of it and to stay there and let that wave uh, carry you to really extraordinary orgasm. Mm. 
So for mm. women, what are some things, and maybe we should go to our question here because mm-hmm. it is about a, a woman and we can talk about the ways that maybe women can enjoy the experience of kind of riding to the orgasm, but also then once they get there, how do they let that wave crash into the beach? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Eventually. Eventually. So the question is, uh, Jaya, good evening. My wife and I need your opinion on her difficulty in achieving a full orgasm. The problem is that she gets to a peak and it drops off. She gets aroused and may reach three or four of these little peaks and may or may not achieve a full orgasm. She says she feels like all of her blood is in her face and neck. She gets very flushed. I think she's so intense that she's straining to get there. The orgasms she does have are mainly with a vibrator and sometimes oral. She used to be able to orgasm through intercourse, but had hurt her back several years ago and at this time is unable to position herself for clitoral stimulation. We are working on core muscle exercises. Here is some background. My wife is 65. We've been married 33 years, have always had a great sex life. She had a full hysterectomy at 45. She's on hormone replacement therapy. Okay, so we have to go to a break in about two minutes, but uh, Sherry, anything you would advise this couple on? Well, there's a lot of different factors in there. So, but the first one I would say is um, that tightening up, um, that tension buildup. We get confused. We think sex is about building up tension, and really it's a dance between tension and relaxation, mm-hmm. between building and firing up the energy and speeding it up, and then also slowing it down, cooling it down, and expanding it. So my first guess with this couple would be that the best thing she could do would be to breathe, move, make sound, and loosen up into the experience rather than tightening and tensing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with all the, he talks about her being so intense trying to get there and straining to get there and getting this flush in her neck and her face. So I would say she's holding a lot of, a lot of tension that needs to kind of let go. And even I would recommend her making some sound, like some deep guttural sounds, almost like the birthing sounds. <laughs> I'm sure you're familiar with those, but like a, oh, just like, yeah, like really opening and getting <laughs> yeah. deep to help move some of that from her face and her neck and her chest. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, the, the piece about, her having, you know, she hurt her back and had a hysterectomy. You know, I always, people don't think about this, but scar tissue really has an effect on uh, arousal and ability to orgasm. So I would actually recommend looking into, does she have any scar tissue as a result of her hysterectomy? You know, how might the hormones be affecting her, you know, biochemically? There's just a lot of things to look at. It seems like their relationship is great. So, but there may be something there emotionally as well. But looking at all of these factors um, and finding new positions for clitoral stimulation, because there are some that can work. You know, a lot of people think they can't do these positions. I'm writing the book on it right now, but it's like, you just get some pillows, and you can change all kinds of things if you have back pain or, you know, you can, you can find creative ways to, and there's all kinds of ways to stimulate the clitoris when it comes to... Yeah, you to- know, one of the things when we, when we do the Super Sex Makeover Retreat is that we talk about how to use your whole instrument and also how to use props and things and positions and pillows and just there's, there's so many different ways to, to expand your abilities. Mm-hmm. Expand your abilities. More Sex with Jaya when we return.
voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Aloe Cadabra is the only personal lubricant that's 95% organic. Check out why they're my favorite lubricant at alocadabra.com. Enter coupon code JAYA for 20% off. That's J-A-I-Y-A for 20% off. You know, next week is my 100th show, D-Love. Oh. 100 shows. Wow. That's crazy. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Good for you. That's okay. Thank you. To celebrate, I'm offering 20% off anything in my store. Just enter coupon code JAYA. Again, that's J-A-I-Y-A for 20% off at redhottouch.com. And next week, we can maybe we should do something special next week, D-Love. Show 100. Maybe we should get into a big cake. A big cake. You know what? We're we're going on our vacation thing. That's right. How are we going to manage that one? I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to figure it out. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk now about just different types of orgasms because I think people think like, like in our question, it's like full orgasm. Well, what does that mean to them that she's having full orgasm versus these little peaks? So there, I feel like, you know, we were talking about the wave analogy with Sherry and it's, it's like, yeah, maybe there's like little ones, there's big ones, there's mega ones, there's ones in different locations, there's energetic orgasms, there's so many different kinds of orgasms. So Sherry, let's touch a little bit on some of the different kinds of orgasms that a man might experience. Well, I think um, um, for, for both men and women, there's a whole 
spectrum of orgasmic experiences and that uh, orgasm can, can be many, many different things. But I do think for men, uh, most men think of orgasm as ejaculation and climax at the same time. And that's the the big distinction I'd want to make for men is that ejaculation and orgasm are two separate processes and you can learn how to have non-ejaculatory orgasms. And I think for men that that's often the key to really expanding their orgasmic capacity because if you're not ejaculating, you can have multiple orgasms. You can um, start to experience more energy orgasms and full body orgasms and orgasms in your different chakras. And those sorts of things. So that would be the the biggest distinction I can make for men. But but I want to ask D'Lo because because he he's a guy. He's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> D'Lo, what kind of orgasms have you experienced? Oh boy, uh, I do, I wouldn't know how to classify the chakra orgasms necessarily, but I think that I probably had a few of those with all the what we call creatic. Uh, orgasms. Yeah, D Love has a new little tantra girlfriend. Little tantra girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he has a new lover, and she's a she's a very energy person. So, yeah, lots of He's... rolling and flopping around for both of us. Um, and my first it experience feels of... better than it sounds. <laughs> yeah, it feels amazing. It's just like uh, that sort of uncontrolled. You look at somebody doing it like, are you having a seizure? <laughs> but, kind of, yeah, it, <laughs> but in yeah. a good way. Yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> it feels great. Um, so, and my first experience with uh, any of that kind of stuff was with you, Miss Jaya. Yeah. Uh, and so, the, you know, that the energetic orgasm is a big thing. Um, have had the prostate, um, would you call it a prostate orgasm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what other ones? Like, uh, I've. Non ejaculatory? Yeah. I haven't had too many of those, only a few. Um, uh, ejaculatory? Ejac- lots of ejaculatory. Um, female ejaculatory. <laughs> you had female <laughs> ejaculatory? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I play all sides. How, do you, how are you doing that one, Dilo? That's, that's like a show. That's a whole other show. Yep. How <laughs> men can have female ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, great. I also would add, you know, like you can have orgasms in different parts of your body too. Like I get them behind my knee. That's a good one. Like somebody behind gets in there flick, flicking, cool. flicking with their tongue behind my knee, like they're flicking uh-huh. my clitoris. That one, oh, that gets me every time. Mm. I don't I know, like do you love back, you ever did that? The back of the neck one. Mm. Like the back side of your neck, that one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody yesterday. He said he, um, he did something where he just like stuck his tongue in this girl's ear and she totally had an orgasm just from, from that. There's, there's people who can think themselves off without even touching themselves. Well, here's the thing. It's like, it's like a symphony orchestra. There's all these different instruments that we have um, in, in our body, our, our heart, our mind, our spirit. And, the, and, and within each of those, there's a whole set of different instruments. So the more we get skilled at playing our different capacities or our different instruments, the, the more paths we can uh, find through the land of arousal. And the more different paths we have, the more orgasm expands. So mm-hmm. that I, I can breathe and make sound and pump my pelvic floor muscles and have hands-off orgasms. 
Um, and you were talking um, about how many licks does it take to get to the center of the orgasm. <laughs> and I was thinking, well, sometimes a lot, but sometimes you can just have somebody breathe on your genitals and send energy and sound and love into your genitals. And if you open up and receive that, you can have orgasms. So it mm-hmm. seems to me that the, the spectrum of orgasm is so enormous once you start realizing there's so much possibility. Oh, you know which one is really good? Laughgasms. Oh, yes. And crygasms. And crygasms. Although laugh, laughgasms. Laugh. You know, like the belly laughgasms. Those are good. I, I like I like doing laughing and crying at the same, like, somebody uh-huh. once noticed that I laugh on the exhale and cry on the inhale or something like that. Was it laugh <laughs> on the inhale and cry on the exhale? I did that for, like, like 20 minutes once where I was just maniacal, totally like, ah, ah. <laughs> I've done that with you, D-Love, once yeah. before. It takes, that's, like, something that it takes me, to, you have to enjoy the journey to get me there. Like right. that is a that is a point where it's got to be extended play. It's got to be all about the journey, and then something just pops inside of me, where all of a sudden I'm just in this maniacal laugh crying thing. I that's totally fantastic. Freaked, I totally freaked out my socialist girlfriend from like 12 years ago in a in a bed and breakfast in Illinois <laughs> with a, a, a laugh gasm. She was totally freaked her out. She had no idea what was going on. It was just we had just had great sex and there was a jacuzzi in the room and I was just completely like and I turned to Jello and I just started laughing and I couldn't stop for like 20 minutes and she didn't know if she was all of a sudden out in the booties with a psycho who was going to kill her or something oh you love and now he's with me so when he has them I'm just like awesome I know keep going baby <laughs> you had one of those when we, we were at the hotel for the Brendan Burchard event Mm-hmm. Didn't you have one of yeah, those? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that was the first time you ever had one of those with me. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. yeah. That was fun. I was very excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was very much you know, enjoying I think, it. I think the other thing that's important for people to understand, we're talking about all these orgasms. It's not like there's a menu and I sit down in the orgasm restaurant and they say, okay, tonight I'm going to have a uh, uh, a third chakra orgasm followed by four ejaculatory <laughs> ones followed by a massive laughgasm. You know, I mean, it's not like we're ordering them off a menu. I think it's, it, it's more important to understand that it's about um, p- playing. I mean, really playing, really being in the journey, exploring where the energy takes you, and then amplifying and enhancing what happens, um, and then amazing, magical things happen. So I do want to be clear. It's not like we're saying, okay, tonight I'm going to have three dozen of those little ones <laughs> followed by a tidal wave orgasm that goes on for 20 minutes, um, even though that might be what happens later. <laughs> and then I would add, add to that, I would back up that with, though with, it's okay to have the intention to, to go for it though too. Like mm-hmm. for me, sometimes I have to set the space of like when I was doing my 101 days of self-pleasure, I needed to 101 days of selfpleasure.com, by the way, if you want to check that out. Um, <laughs> I needed to have a week where I was like, okay, I'm addicted to clitoral orgasms. This week I'm going to explore <clears throat> what it's like to have vaginal orgasms. And so my intention for this week is to set out the exploration like, okay, maybe I, maybe I don't know if I'm going to get that meal that I ordered on the menu, mm-hmm. but my intention is to set out to, to maybe cook that tonight. I don't know if right. the recipe is going to turn out okay, but I want to, But that's what I want to cook. And I think that also it's the intention of just really like going for it and 
and and being somewhat relentless with that because I think a lot of times we stop ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, either because we think, okay, well, that's enough pleasure. I shouldn't go that far. Or if we're with a partner, we think, well, they're going to think um, I'm crazy or they're going to mm-hmm. get bored or something. And we, we stop ourselves. So the so another good intention to set is I'm just going to keep going. I'm not going to stop myself. And I'm just going to see how far I can go. That's a great one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How far can you go? I challenge you. Okay. <laughs> For those of you who need challenge, how much pleasure can you possibly stand? The great orgasm challenge. The great Diet orgasm Jerry challenge. Made it down. Do you love? I'm sure you're in on it. Okay, everybody, <laughs> we're now challenging you. So the next time you're having orgasms, to take it farther than you ever went before. To allow yourself to keep going and going and going. Mm. So speaking of magical, mystical, challenging, amazing things, not that this is necessarily challenging, but it can help you solve some challenges maybe in your life. Sherry and I are teaching a wonderful weekend retreat in Socrates, New York at Miriam's Well, uh, September 16th to the 18th. You can find out more information at supersexmakeover.com. I'm super sex excited. Sex me too. Me too. We had so much fun when we did this last year. And, and in fact, so many people reported afterwards that um, not only did they learn how to do things like have amazing orgasms, but that it was actually really quite transformational for their whole lives. That was really mm-hmm. great. I think that's always a pleasant surprise to people when they start learning about sex is how much of an effect it has on their overall lives and aliveness and well-being and how amazing and Juicy. Oh, um, we have a caller. Yippee, excited. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Connect our caller. Hello. Hello. Do you have a question for us? Yeah. Well, more of a comment. We've been listening and wanted to say that uh, we've been studying Tantra for about a year and all the things you've been talking about, about um, multiple orgasms and non-ejaculatory orgasms and just letting yourself be in the moment and explore. As you said, you can choose what many you think you'd like, but if worse comes to worse, you still end up coming away with a really, really nice meal. (laughs) Um, And So I guess we're here just to more to echo your comments and uh, <laughs> provide a few experiences around that. Mm, well, then, thank you so uh, much. Specific and, uh, question, I suppose. What what um, what might be a fantastic experience that you've had that you you wouldn't have had had you not gone on the on this journey? What kind um, of ejaculations or well, what uh, what would we not have had? What? <laughs> um, uh, well, we should back up and say we've been together for twenty seven years and. So moving into uh, Tantra and spiritual sex was not, uh, was a wonderful enhancement on uh, our already wonderful relationship. Awesome. Mm, great. Well, th- thank you so much for calling in and putting your voice in there. Oh, it feels so good. People are out there listening and I just, th- <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it so much. Where are you calling from? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, all the way from Pennsylvania. Thank you so much for calling in, and uh, we have to go to a break. So when we return, we will have more yummy information. Yeah, people call in. You can call us anytime. 
<laughs> so exciting. All right, more Sex with Jaya when we get back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back, and I just wanted to share something. I wanted to share something about setting up your journey. Because we talk about being on the journey, but what about setting up for the journey, preparing for the journey? Because then you have all your pieces and you don't have to step out of the space, right, Sherry? Absolutely. You know, we did, we did actually touch on it because we talked about intention. And so one way to set that up is intention, but there are other things we can do to, to shift ourselves into sex play space um, and leave the mundane world. So there are 
And there are mm-hmm. lots of little things we can do, but I'll tell you one of my favorites is to use uh, essential oils, either massage oil or uh, aromatherapy spritzers or candles. And I like I like natural scents and and so forth. But just the the lighting some incense or something so that when you're in your space, instead of it just being your bedroom or wherever in your house you're playing, um, it now becomes special and in fact it can be sacred that way. Mm-hmm. But it definitely becomes something that's different from what you've been doing all day or different from the outside mundane world. Before I had a two-year-old, my partner, John, and I, we used to build, like, temples in our bedroom. Like, we'd surround the bed with all these tapestries and fabrics and build, like, a whole, you know, like, it was our sacred lovemaking space every time. And then we'd take it down and we'd rebuild, build a new space every time. And we'd spend 10, 12, 20 hours in there. It was fun. Uh, Now that you're a parent, (laughs) this is why the smell thing is easy if you're a parent and you have a two-year-old and you don't have time to build a temple like that, you can still light a stick of incense and start and create a temple that way. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I do miss my temples, though. I love. I know. We should build one. Um, working on the bondage bed. Oh yeah, D love. D loves a furniture designer by day, so he, he's he's building us a bed. Uh, Ooh. So far, it's a design in my head, but it is. Uh... It will be coming to fruition and then to a website near you. <laughs> I have ideas. <laughs> He's very excited about this. I'm very excited about it. I have ideas. And, you know, I just have to say, I mean, I know a lot of people think bondage stuff is really kinky, but I have to say for people who are disabled, we, we had a woman earlier who had back issues, and we're talking about, um, you know, you can use cushions and sex furniture, but there's actually some bondage equipment that is really useful for people who have certain kinds of disabilities. So I think you might want to think about that when you're building your bed, that that, that can also be useful for people who have um, hip issues and it's hard for them maybe to keep their keep their legs up, but if their um, ankles were supported with, um, you know, like cuffs and, and chains, and suspension. <laughs> um, they'd actually suspension. be able to be yep. in a position that they wouldn't be able to maintain without it. So mm-hmm. I think that there's a, a big overlap in the world of... Um, um, sexual support furniture and equipment and kinky stuff. <laughs> Fun. So speaking of all this amazing stuff, you know, getting kinky or enjoying your journey to the orgasm or having better oral sex or just having sex at all, Sherry and I are teaching an amazing workshop. It's three days. It's in upstate, not upstate New York, Socrates, New York. I keep getting confused as to where we are. Sometimes I say we're in New York City, Cherry. Sometimes I say we're in upstate New York, but we're kind of more like central New York, right? Well, if you live in New York City, it might be considered upstate because it's about two hours north. But if you live in the rest of New York State, it's downstate. But it's the Hudson <laughs> Valley. It's just it's a gorgeous area. And we've got this lovely retreat center and we'll be in this fairly small group. So for people who really want to learn the stuff we're talking about, um, you know, come and, and hang out with us in this amazing community that we will create for three days where we're going to do, we're going to touch on the mind, the body, the heart, the spirit. We're going to talk about everything we talked about on the show and everything we've ever talked about on this show um, and, and do it in a really embodied, fun, uh, deep way. It's going to be amazing. 
I know. I'm so, what I'm really excited about is that I don't get to see people face to face very often. I'm doing a lot of teaching, you know, on the radio show or doing teaching for my videos and writing my books, but I don't get to get out very often, D-Love, these days, having a two-year-old. So Trapped animal. That's why I like you. Yeah. So D-Love's <laughs> going to let me out of my cage well, and I get to come thing. to New York and play with Sherry and play with all of the people who come and actually, you know, get to answer your questions face-to-face, meet you, you know, hang out with you, spend a weekend just, you know, building a community, a safe space for people to learn about sex and have some transformational experiences. And if transformation seems so far out there for you, I think, Sherry, it might be nice for us just to talk a little bit about some of the just practical tools that people might get um, being at the workshop. We only have a few minutes. Um, Like things like, how to deepen your orgasm or learn anatomy, both male and female anatomy that is really important. And how do we play with the anatomy? What's there and how do we play with it? What are some other things people might... Just to be clear, we're not all going to have sex with everybody who's at the workshop. But um, it's it's really (laughs) safe. It's a really comfortable environment. People are not going to be getting naked with each other and, and having sex with each other during the workshop itself, although there is definitely free time and homework, which you can go, you know, practice. But it, And it's also for singles and partners. I just want to point that out. And it's for men and women. It's really for everybody. And, and we're going to, we go so far into so many different realms. You know, there's part of it where we're lecturing and showing anatomy images so people really understand their bodies and how they work. And then there's part where we're all going to be breathing and making sound together and moving and, and learning how to play with our sexual energy that way. And we'll be sharing and talking. And, oh, it was just, it was so, it, it went so deep. We got, we got so deep and far last year in our three days. And I'm, I'm so excited we're doing it again. Yay! So Yay. come join us. You can go to supersexmakeover.com for more information. And I believe we still have some early bird specialing, special prices going on. And there's also do, up there people on... People really better get on that one. That one, the early bird specials end really soon. I don't have the exact date in front of you, but they end very soon. Too. So supersexmakeover.com. Get there. Get on. Uh, get registered. And um, might as well get your early bird specials and... Yep. There's uh, also uh, some speeches by Sherry and I, some recordings of Sherry and I there at Free Teleclass. So thank you to my guest, Sherry Winston, for being on the show today. Be sure to check out our website, supersexmakeover.com, and you can check out my site, sexisyou.com. I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you? I haven't seen Sex with Jaya. Me too. Yum. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.